Welcome to NFL Mayo. I'm Luke. I'm Aiden. Um, it's been, you know, the off season. It's like we go a good ten days, and we're like, oh shit, do we still have a podcast? Um, yeah, so it seems like are. there's definitely droughts, and then all of a sudden, just like a flash flood out of nowhere with a bunch this of is news. We got not even a flash flood, dude. This is like a fucking tsunami. Like I yeah. feel like there's there's headlines galore. Um. A lot of nitty gritty shit. A lot of COVID aside, shit. Aside from like the major storylines, tell me if you feel the same way. But like once you hit late July with training camp on the horizon, Madden release coming up at the end of the next month, all of these preseason games potentially or they will be coming soon. Don't you just feel like you're just getting like teased, like kind of edged a little bit by this NFL? <laughs> like um, we're like close. Like we're close honestly, to taking off. Honestly, um, once we get here. And it's like we're practically to August now. Like once teams start reporting for camp, which is happening, that last week of July, first week of August, that's when I would go to Mankato, uh, Minnesota. That's when I'd hole up in the hotel with my fam. We'd walk the across the street to practice for like a whole fucking week. Like training camp this time of the year, uh, that's as good as it gets. Like football wise, like this is this is like the best appetizer that there ever was aside from the actual game like yes training camp and being able to and you know it's going away now but like the experience of being able to do that was so fucking nuts i mean we were talking about <clears throat> in the group chat with tu like when uh uh tory hole uh, isaac bruce said last week that uh him God, this is a callback sorry to interrupt yeah. but like so much yeah. has happened i forgot all about that i dude it's, it's weird what yeah i know um but Isaac Bruce said him and Tory Holt were the best duo ever, and that sparked lots of debate. I mean, like, we obviously, like, we went through a lot of things. We were like, well, it's obviously Carter and Moss, right? I, I mean, like, I, I agree, but, like, even, biased. like, Reggie, that's Reggie Wayne and Marvin Harrison are arguably that was a better than them as well. Which is insane. And I brought to the table uh, Lynn Swan and, and Stallworth yeah. um, from the Steelers, which I think should be in the argument. I know it's a I'm bit of a saying- throwback. I'm in the corner of the room. Alshon Jeffrey and Michael Bennett. <laughs> I, I, uh, I, I don't know what to do with my hands. I... Uh, per- Percy Percy Harvin, Vishanti Shanko, a real one-two. Um, oh, God. Percy uh, Harvin, what an electric guy. The reason I got to thinking about it is because, like, uh, the Rams, uh, when they were in the middle of their lifespan and being the St. Louis Rams, they would do – training camp at Western Illinois University in Macomb, mm. like where I went to school. It's an hour away from Canton where me and Aiden grew up, where T still lives. I, I essentially um, went to school there. Yeah, Aiden may as well. I was there every weekend. Well they visited Macomb a lot. I mean, it's an hour drive and it's a total college town, but the Rams would do camp there. And like the greatest show on turf was doing camp there. This is all a long way of me saying like I saw Isaac Bruce in the flesh. Uh, I saw Tory Holt in the flesh. Um Kurt was gone, I believe, uh, and if Kurt wasn't gone, it was like right when he was about to. Because like I remember Mark Bolger being like toast to the town a little bit, and I remember getting Mark Bolger's autograph and being really stoked about it. Because like he was kind of like an heir apparent, like yeah, back in the day, he was, he was like be really good. He was like kind of a Garoppolo, like when like they were like well, we're gonna put Mark Bolger in and we're gonna keep one in Super Bowls. Um, 
long way of saying I saw some really awesome people in person and nothing beat like the the chunk of time like there was a long span of years where we would hit Vikings training camp me my mom my dad my sister uh, sometimes Sam would come one year the last I think the last time I went it was I think the last year they were in Mankato they moved to the Vikes moved to like their f- new facility and it's fine but I haven't gone to it it's just like there's nothing quite like players staying in dorms on a college campus like I mean a D two three college campus this is also Adam Thielen's alma mater that's how Minnesota that's how you State. know it's just football you know what I mean there's I no mean, it's there's just, no pomp to it they're just out and, there fucking grinding and we were also going like pre collective bargaining agreement uh, too. So like, when when they Rookies were, just, were making r- ridiculous fat checks. I mean, full on pads, two a days, like seven hours of like hitting each other in the heat. Like I get why they scaled it down a little because I'm like, you're paying these people too much money to risk like anything like like bad happening to them. Like it's kind of crazy how hardcore training camp used to be. Um, and I watched it until it got like you know, a lot more uh, player friendly. The and offense it was still a blast. used to be worse, and the defense used to be better because of yeah. that, in my opinion. Yeah, it was still a blast, and you know, I, and I was, I was, I was there during like my favorite era of Vikings. So I, I rambled about that, but I look around and I see all, my, I have all this stuff in this office of like, like, like you know, so many autographs and uh, relics of that little window. So it was just really a blast. Like I can't wait to to be able to get back to camp again. And hey, I Luke. wish that team still did colleges like that. What's up? I love Chris Carter Pennis. Can I have it? Uh, where is that? Like, it's probably Dude, in storage somewhere. I think I like, might I, have snagged it. No, I'm just Chris kidding. Carter I Pennis? wish I did. I, I yeah, bought that I wish I across did. from the dome. Um, but anyways, uh, yes, training camp's up, and that's when I'm like, I mean, did you just hear me wax fucking poetic? Like, that's wax when I'm poetic, really yeah. starting Ad nauseum, some would say. Too. Football vibes. No, I'm so excited. I'm excited. Uh, a couple teams are, if I'm not mistaken, are already doing training camps. I yeah, know the Bears are going to be there. next week. Yep. Bears are going to be next week. I know they're one of the teams that are going to have a joint practice with the Dolphins, I believe. Um, speaking of training camp picking up, did you hear about Cam Akers tearing his Achilles? Of course, yeah. Big yeah, news that was it, very sad. Second second year running back out of uh georgia if i'm not mistaken he was back. supposed to yeah supposed to blow up i know ohio state recruited him super hard it's kind of funny how i view a lot of players through the lens of did urban meyer at ohio state recruit them and if so they're probably in the nfl like that happens i mean it's just, so often it's a good bet yeah it's a good bet can um, we, can I we felt do terrible, a quick man. detour to college oh go ahead sorry I just I felt terrible about Cam Akers. I couldn't believe like he took it like an absolute champion, at least publicly. Yeah. Like the way the like what he tweeted and stuff, you know, it's just like a God's plan kind of mentality. That sucks so much when you have Stafford mm. coming in and you know you're gonna be like blowing up on offense this year. It with a guy who can actually horrible. run the show. It probably feels horrible, but at least it's his like second year. It's not his this eighth is, year. Yeah, this is just like kind of came to me. Like, could you find a more different like dichotomy between QB types between Jared Goff and Matt Stafford, Matt Stafford, who has a rocket arm and thrives when everything breaks down compared Mm -hmm. to Jared Goff. Who's got a very pretty ball, not a lot of velocity, but basically has to do timing routes and stay statuesque in the pocket at all times. Meaning you have to devise an entire game plan around that with a lot of like run options Dude, that, they're poised to do big things on offense this year because McVay does not have to baby anything anymore. He no, can but open they can up the be, playbook. 
Acres, I mean, and it feels and it's horrible, and I'm sure he feels like he's missing out, but he needs to he can chill and get healthy because like I, it's not like Stafford. If you have Stafford, it's usually not a very run heavy offense, right? Like, I mean, this is a dude that throws for five thousand yards. Like, um, when's the last time be, they had a running back that was like really eating up yards that you? Can that's remember. what I'm saying. Like, I mean, Peterson was good off the bench last year, but like you know, like or a couple years ago, whatever. Um, and then like they always have like a little stable of scat backs. You know what I mean? Like yes. they always have like a little stable of sta- of scat backs that work well in tandem and they serve they serve a game plan but it's always kind of been like i feel like stafford rocketing it around so while uh while it sucks uh really carry on johnson like yeah yeah i'm just trying to think like who's the best running back they've had in a while it's it's been stafford's show for sure gotta be adrian peterson just off clout (laughs) well honestly absolutely and he did good against the bears last year um he he, he, he did all right he's old i've been hearing that he might he might get a little interest from the rams and i think that would be spectacular i love seeing adrian peterson i saw that the athletic which i got a subscription which got a free gift subscription for christmas i gave that one to t um they're doing like a top 100 nfl players and adrian peterson's like cracking the like bottom 20 of that 100 but he's still in the league (laughs) like you know what i mean yeah he is that good I do want to make a quick detour to some of the happenings in college football because I think they're very much important, very um, on this the mind perfect. at the moment. You know what? Take the floor for a second because I'm going to – Yeah, fill up, the, fill up the mug. So Luke hit me up I think a week or so ago, maybe it was even like more recent than that, about Texas inquiring as alongside Oklahoma to join the SEC conference. And I, I read that and I'm like, how, how the fuck – They've they've been stalwarts in the Big Twelve. Um, they, their Red River rivalry is like iconic, and they're really like two of the only good teams in that conference. And Texas isn't even good recently. Texas can't even beat Maryland, a bottom to mid tier team in the Big Ten. And now it's become like there's rumors, and I think it's official that Texas and Oklahoma are going to in fact leave for the SEC, which is in my opinion a death knell for the Big Twelve. And yeah, alongside news moved, that, uh, quick there's going to be one, a yes, there's going to be a lot of restructuring because I assume that conference will be picked apart by scavengers. I've heard the SEC has reached out to teams such as Ohio State. By scavengers. <laughs> um. Well, that's what happens, dude. And I love co- like I want players to get make money. I want all of this. I want. It just kind of like makes me reflect back to like middle school and high school days waking up on Saturday morning so excited for college football the way things had been for a very long time. With the Let only me... differences being minor restructuring in conferences, now things are changing so much so fast. It's just going to be a completely different league. Let me, it's going to be a completely different tell you, sport. Man, this is why this is why old heads exist and we are already there. Like, yeah, be, because because there are kids right I now. I turned 28 are, yesterday, Luke. Yeah. Happy belated birthday, my man. Thank you. Happy thank 28. you. Thank um, you. NFL Mayo listeners. Thank you. Yeah. You, this is your Peterson year. Um, I, I think uh, <laughs> I think that um, this is why old heads exist, because there are kids right now that are probably loving this shit. You know what I mean? And they think this is awesome. And this is college football to them. College football to us is something distinctly different. Just like me talking about training camp and how hard fucking core things used to be. We're always going to love that NFL. And the NFL we have right now is, is nothing like that. Like, you know what I'm saying? And 
So you, it, it, you have to be like, it, there's two minds. It's like we sit in harumph about it, and like, and 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 we're like, oh my god, I, 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 it was, it'll never be as good as it used to, or we like. I don't know. Try and evolve with the game. It's hard. Like it's well, we, really hard. I think we like, can do I both. I think we can. We can. I just it's hard. Like because it's I'm always going to be nostalgic for it too. I absolutely agree. I think we can try to straddle that line and play both. But the thing, and we still have those old NCAA football games, Luke. Don't forget. That's what I'm saying. Like it's 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 never like like it's. I have it a very sucks. strong like, memory. I have a very nostalgic projecting type of memory where I can go back in time and just be there for a little bit if I need to. Yeah, and college football means like uh, something very specific to us in our age group. You know, like now, it's almost like the, even you talking about it. It's like it's almost impossible for me to envision it. Like the way it's going to be. Like it, it, and it's not just a, it's not just an OU or Texas leaving and going and like super conferences. It, dude, afoot. once that happened, it's now going to be the snowball is rolling down the mountain and it's about to be an avalanche. I'm telling you. I will. And not only I will that, never join a conference. Notre Dame for life, baby. Dude, Notre Dame, just these these Catholic bastards have just been just. We figured it out a long the time shit ago. Shit out of service schools, almost losing to Navy every year. Um, oh, did you see Dabo was like kind of shit talking Notre Dame? Whatever. I no, hate I him so much, dude. Get out of the league. He said it a couple years ago. If players make money, I will not be coaching. So yeah, along those lines with college football, I think. Some changes are necessary, specifically with paying players. You even mentioned Bryce Young, who hasn't even taken a snap as a starting quarterback for Alabama, potentially approaching right. like seven figures for, for his compensation. I'm happy to see it. I've actually – this is why I love Ryan Day. That is he doesn't look dough. like – dude, he does not look like the kind of guy that's like a leader of men with his rosy cheeks and like funeral director vibes. But – um. He's even come out and said something that I think was very, very smart, and that's we should, in the next few years, maybe even sooner, try to find a way to spread out some of those NIL earnings throughout the entire team. Because it, it honestly, like, football is the most team sport that I've ever played and one of the most team sports that there is. And so that you could have superstars at 10 positions, one bad player wrecks your game plan. I mean, You know what I mean? Yeah. It's a- so when you've got... You have premier positions, generally offensive, sometimes pass rushers, um, like running back, wide receiver, quarterback. They're, they're, they're going to be bringing in the most dough out of all of the team. But at the end of the day, it is a team sport. The offensive linemen paved the way for the offensive success. So I think certain players rightly should make a little more, but there should be something that divvies out the money throughout the team, in my opinion. I don't think one guy should make a million while the other guys are making like a couple grand. You know what I mean? Because that starts to breed animosity in my sure, opinion. Sure, absolutely. And that might take, that might like start to fucking ruin the like sport a little bit, in my opinion. And not only that, you have conference realignment that's happening very quickly. You have one time transfer rules that are penalty free, which is a free agency of sorts. It's just becoming a completely different league. You're no longer going to have guys that wait their turn tell their seniors and then blow up. You just won't have that as much. Well, here's what I'll, here's what I will say. we can get off say. the college after this. Here's what I will say to that though. It's like, um, yeah, but isn't it only just a couple years a- ahead? Because like, you know what I mean? Like they're either going to experience this now where you're a player watching your quarterback make way more money than you from endorsements 
or you're going to have it happen in the NFL. So, I mean, like at this point, it's already, it's already the, the minor league the norm in the well, professional. I mean, it, yeah, what is right. NCAA football? If not the NFL's minor league, it is a minor. So, league. Yeah. you know, now they're just being like compensated. They were already having to do this. So like, I understand where you're coming from and I understand how like, good point. Shit, I kind of think yeah. it's like, but like, you know, you still get that, like until they start paying high school players, you know what I mean? Like you still get like, you're still going to get that when you come up through the game and like, high school and stuff yeah. like that um but you're yeah college right. is not just, what it once was and, it, and it, we just have to like you know thank goodness we got to we got to watch it when we did i just kind of still view it from the you're not a professional athlete you can't make money perspective yeah, so i'm are not now. like thinking of the players being in that like mindset of like okay well soon my qb is going to be making buku bucks anyway um, maybe you're going to have college football quarterbacks buying escalades for their what, offensive line. What you know is what I mean? college? What is college? If not to prep you for your career and your career, that's going to happen. Yeah, dude. I was walking down Cape yesterday to go get dinner for my birthday. And this high schooler drove by in a cherry red Corvette mm-hmm. with a golden retriever, just sitting upright, like a human in the passenger seat with the seatbelt on. That's hilarious, dude. And I'm like, that's everything I've ever wanted when I was in high school. Mm. Good for him. Maybe, maybe because there's a college there that's similar to SIU. It's like Southeast Missouri State. Uh, maybe he was a college kid that was rich, but good for him. I think it's. Right, I think it's better to. The... I think it's better to incline. I think if we would have gotten like red Corvettes and stuff like in high school, then maybe would have we would have never achieved anything more. Like steady incline, well, I mean, Luke. What if? What have I achieved? You're okay, an American you're hero. Here. You're an American hero, I, Well, that's... I would never... Let's en- never forget that. Yeah, dude. You know how scared... I'd be pissed scared to enlist in the military. That's why I respect it so much. But I do plan on riding off of your uh, extremely successful coattails in the near future. Well, um, here's the plan. Let's get into NFL, though. If I, if I make it big, you and Allie uh, are going are gonna to open up a store in Canton, and we're going to sell hella fucking novelty gifts and comics and movies <laughs> and dvds oh did i ever tell you this is an aside that my dream job if i had the money to support it because it's a dying industry is to have a nerdy store that has video oh, retro God. video games it'd be incredible it's got it's you know what it's gonna be called hmm. N- nostalgia wave oh that's nice that's a good idea because as know, soon as you walk in that's you know what you know it, that could you know that would work in a city right like that's that's a hundred percent that's a 100%. thing in chicago that's a thing here like i have i have so many ideas i like the ones where there are booths and areas with already set up consoles and a library of mm. games that you could rent out by the hour we're gonna have card games because i always talk to game store owners to see what keeps you afloat you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. I want to do this someday if I could. And they say card games. That's 100% true. guaranteed totally. sales. Um, card games, comics, video games, nerdy stuff, pop culture stuff. I want a nerdy-themed cafe. Ugh. If we could get a food license with, like, nerdy-themed beverages and stuff. That's my plan if I could make enough money to keep it afloat if it didn't make money on its own. I think that's, like... And employ like, all of my friends there well, with health benefits that, if they on, wanted it. That would be the shit. But it's, like, I think, like, I love living in a small town, but I think that's what I love so much about cities and like being in chicago and being in la is like you can find all like everything you're talking about like you can find stores like this like at the drop of a hat there's like always like it's not like it's not like when we had to literally just like like i still use ebay and stuff a lot but we had to ebay everything living out of canton like there was a couple stores you you just did you go to capital music and have the guy be rude as fuck to you (laughs) and then buy a couple games I, i bought i bought lots of stuff at that store i really loved it 
R.I.P. to Capital. This is we're you this can, is deep you cuts. Can put this at the end if you want. No, you no, no. Let's get into want, it. Yeah. No, no. We'll keep it up. Um. Uh. Fuck, man. Now I'm all I'm thinking about is video games. Let's go into fucking Rogers. All right. So Luke didn't even know this last night. Rogers it, watch. It, like rap. Rogers watches Rappaport. Back. Rappaport is just like dripping on the fucking floor for months about this fucking Aaron Rodgers shit. And he's like, I don't even care if Aaron Rodgers beats my ass. I'm airing out everything about it. And he's writing that clout from it. Apparently last night, Devontae, well, firstly, I have to mention, he, Rappaport reported that Devontae Adams' um, contract extension talks have broken down with the Green Bay Packers and that it's not repairable. It's the same thing with Rodgers, maybe not as extreme. And then on top of that, later last night, it was reported, and I mean, this is true, that both Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams posted a photo to their Instagram story, which was an image from The Last Dance and real life with Pippen and Michael Jordan knuckling as they walk off the court. And everyone can kind of divine what they want from that, and but what will. that's saying is it's it's done. You know what I mean? The, the dynasty's over, and like... You're not the quite dynasty. Jordan and Pippen, but I the get it. The dynasty. Yeah, I know they, they didn't even fucking you know, win a Rogers ring. Rodgers won a ring fucking 10 years ago. Without him. You know what I mean? They've been, they've been doing the... Rodgers has been doing the I'm Michael Jordan thing all offseason. Yeah, give me he a fucking the, break. The one person who's doing the Michael Jordan thing... He did thing, the Kraus joke. The person who's doing the Michael Jordan thing better Tom. is the person who is Michael Jordan, and it's Tom Brady, bro. Like, he has been flexing yeah. lately, and it was like... I had more fun with this. He's on it, dude. He's on one. He's been funny as shit. Did you? All right. At first, I was calling him corny as shit. Still think he's corny with his jokes. But he said some funny shit at the White House. His delivery. Only 40. Dude, it's very good. His delivery, bro. Like, it was like he could be in movies. Like, the way he was, like, delivering the jokes uh, to Biden. I retract what I said He was like, some people think think maybe we still didn't win the Super Bowl. It's like, do you know anything about that? Yeah, about 40%. Do you know anything about that, Mr. President? And I was like, ah! like, dude. It's funny because he's a Trump guy too. Well, so it seemed, but like the thing I love is that even if he is a Trump voter, I know that Robert, I know like Kraft and those folks were like, you know, big MAGA dudes and whatever, whatever. Um, live your life. But I mean, Trump didn't win, so we're cool. But uh, <laughs> yeah, but uh, I like, what is, what Luke, is the no, tweet? No, he did win. He did win five years ago and we weren't cool. That's a good it, point. Okay? What's the, uh, what's the tweet you found about like being disgusted that Brady uh, would turn his back on Trump and go to the Biden White House? It was something so fucked up. Did like, I send it to you? Yeah. Like I'm pretty sure he broke some hearts uh, uh, of um, hardcore Trumpers, but you know, Brady's not going to miss an opportunity to go to the White House and to, to keep flexing. This is the off-season flex for Tom Brady, and it continues. They got their rings, and they were fucking dazzling. Like, I love Rodgers watching all, but, like, man, I'm sick of this shit. Like, I don't give a fuck what you do. Like, you're not – like it. you know what I mean? Like, ugh. Whatever you think of Trump, watching Tom Brady stab him in the back is disgusting. The mark of a true tragic hero is that even his friends betray him. The man has sacrificed more for this country than Tom Brady or Joe Biden, for that matter, ever will. That's so good. Joel Polak, apparently verified on Twitter. I love it. Good for him. Good yeah. job, Joel. Um, did you see how beat red uh, Arians was? Yeah, that was a blast. He was being really, like, I mean, I just think. He that, looked like uh, a slicing tomato. He did. I, I, I think that uh, that was that was fun. I think Brady's just been 
fucking hilarious. That that new ring is massive too. My man's got seven rings. On I'm liking him more this off. He's having now fun. that he's not a robot. I'm liking him more. He's, I'm not gonna lie. He's got a lot of personality, but he I mean he's flexing every day. Like I feel like there's a new article like every single day of him saying something like so like swaggy and i'm like tom i'm with it and like even as like uh you know his like trainer like said it was like uh news this week where he was like yeah i mean or maybe last week where he was like uh yeah i mean tom's gonna play this year and and next year so yeah at least two more years like they're mad confident i thought this was it no Come on. Get, just get out of the league nah, please. Man. this year and nope. another year on top of it so like he said uh he said like the best ring is the next ring and stuff and a lot of people are like tom the best ring was the Seahawks ring, and you know it. Uh, um, yeah, man. So, like, I'm all about it. I'm all about it. And, like, he also, you know, the thing that pissed me off most was the whole, like, talking shit about another team's QB, but, like, subtweeting him, like, not saying who it was. I think that was so lame. And he continued to, like, he doubled down on that this week where Brady's like. He did it again. He's, he's like, they know who they are. I'm not going to talk about it. And I'm like, oh, that's a little too much. I, I don't know if I doubled down on this. That, that was pretty weird. But everything else you're doing is funny. Um, all the best to him. Let's see if he can get a, like, I don't even care. Fuck it. I don't care. But Rogers, dude, like, I'm just so over it. Like, I, I think he's hilarious. I think it's been fun. I'm thrilled. It needs to, it needs Posi- to end. Posi- I'm really getting tired of it. Positively thrilled that there's a world where he's not the Packers quarterback this season. That makes, that makes me fucking Birdman hand rub. Like the NFC North, uh, is going to be ours once more because your bears can't, Luke. can't, don't know shit about fuck. Uh, have you ever watched that show? No, I've heard it's the phrase though. I, I think it's really funny. Yeah. So it's Ozarks. So here's the thing, Luke. Jordan Love, as their QB, they're gonna implode, and they're gonna implode over a series of seasons. And I I know for a fact this will happen. They're gonna and fire I also that know coach. For a fact, they're gonna fire him. That correct. I also know for a fact that Justin Fields is the one. And you guys are not going to be – I'm sorry. You guys are going to be second in the league at best. The Bears are going to retake their rightful spot at the top of the NFC North where we should have been for so many years. Our defense is going to rebound top three in the league, and we're going to be running shit, Luke. And I don't want to ever hear your fucking mouth. In a weird way, like – the the Packers have have been in such a nice spot for so long with Favre and with Rodgers and even like when the Vikings and Bears have come up and stuff it's always like the Packers have been more consistent in a weird way as much as I despise the Bears I'm excited for you to have like a legitimate crack at the th- at the throne and so will we and the Lions um are the Lions no I'm just saying like the Lions uh uh could also do you know like who knows like this could be a topsy turvy time where the Packers like fucking you know that's what become the cellar dwellers maybe that's what that's what the weird thing i can't about the wait NFL, to see the dan the campbell ballet. accidentally can concuss jared goff after he throws a pick by yeah. smacking him in the side of the helmet yeah, it's not gonna be great i don't know i can't that was a joke i don't want to see that but i also know that team's not gonna be very good next year you know what i mean i think it's gonna be vikings and bears if rogers is gone and that's gonna be so good for us how could he not be gone as of like, now how could he not be gone right, at this point what's gonna happen be gone, dude what's gonna happen if you come back you're such a oh dude there's a lot of words i could use but if he comes back i'm having no respect for aaron after all of the, what he's put everyone through this summer i mean maybe it wasn't him but the fact that this has been going on for so long and he's not saying anything and playing coy about it and posting yeah. photos and all dude just shut the fuck it's, up let, and leave them let me just say like and, and well, but, but he retire have, say you're gonna retire what, oh shit we, I, 
I have to mention, I forgot to mention, the Vegas, and not just Vegas, many other sports books have projected that he will retire next week. Did you hear that? No, but that makes sense because... and, and If they do that, that... That, so basically his agent was the one that orchestrated uh, who was the other guy that said he was going to retire to get moved. Fuck, I can't think off the top of my head. But they think that he's going to try to retire to force the Packers hand. Sorry, continue. Well, I was just saying like uh, – I don't remember what I was saying. Got you. Um, I, I would love to see this uh, conclusion sooner rather than later. You're gonna see him in a Denver Broncos uniform and Devontae Adams in a Raiders uniform. He's from. He went to Fresno State. Well, here's what it was. Uh, here's Derek Carr. Here's what it was. It's a fine line between like, like this is so funny. This is so fun. This is so great. And we do it for the entire off season from like from the playoff blunder on. We we start with a rumor and a rumbling, then stuff breaks in the draft, and it's like fuck. Here we are, and it's like it's time to report for camp. And I'm not saying you have to, but I would love like. A decision from from somebody and he doesn't have the leverage uh necessarily unless he fucking retires or, or sits out a year uh because he's still under contract and he doesn't have the choice they have yeah. all they I mean they have power in this in this situation but make it's a fine a line. statement then but that's make what i'm saying a statement then it's a fine line between like me enjoying it and then me being like bro it's still a pandemic and you're it's a it's a difference of millions you feel disrespected like 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 it's so hard for like you know we're average fucking joes me and you so like after a while it can become well, like a little exhausting. Well, yeah, I got you. I mean, as soon as he leaves, I'm gonna be marking his name off my hit list in lipstick Bushimi style. <laughs> um, but yeah, I I would love to see this resolved. And what else do we got? I know some other big ones. Do you want to get into COVID or do you want to get into expansion stuff? Let's end with expansion. What, what floats your boat? Let's, let's end with expansion okay. stuff. Stay with the meat. Okay, so we got COVID news from the NFL, announce, basically announce stating that... Announce the NFL's that, rule. Yes, if if a team has a COVID outbreak that causes them to miss a game, I believe they're saying we're not going to reschedule. You guys are going to forfeit with all of the playoff implications that that carries and forfeit game checks as well. So once that happened, everyone but, was like, but oh only, my God. They, but, but only if, it, if the outbreak was caused by an unvaccinated player. Yes, great call. That's what I was going to say. And then everybody, all the talking heads are like, oh my goodness, like, what's the saying for the players that aren't going to vaccinate? And then a lot of people are chiming in, and you get a lot of dumb fuck responses from players. And I hate to do it, Cole, but there's a lot of circling the drain in Buffalo. Yo, and Cole Beasley punching Cole, air right now, dude. Let me pull up some of the tweets that I had saved, to be honest. But we like, give Cole Beasley too much Cole attention either. on this show. He's not worth it. But um, I guess another guy, John Feliciano, which is, I think, their guard, said, like, said something like, Fau- like Fauci lied, people died, which is a Republican um, hashtag they try to get twending. Uh, tr- sorry, trending, rather. Firstly, if a scientist says something to the best of their knowledge at a certain point and then the science changes and they change their answer, that's what you're supposed to do. That's not the scientist being a liar. That's you being scientifically illiterate and honestly just not worth the time to listen to. But here we are taking the time. So Cole Beasley arguing with Jerry Hughes, their pass rusher on their team. Jerry responds, some people have an underlying health condition, so they are at risk if an outbreak happens. Wait, but Apple is just one company, not all the tech companies in the world. I don't know what that was in reference to. Cole says... Jerry, so if a vaccinated player gives an unvaccinated player with underlying conditions COVID, it's cool though, question mark, and the player with underlying conditions gets blamed for it? 
from minority to the majority now the minorities don't matter and i'm first off i have no fucking clue what cole's talking about jerry you would think someone with underlying health conditions would get the vaccine to prevent future complications if they got covid now i understand freedom of choice but our job has put rules in place rules are rules i don't get what the fuck cole beasley's on i would love to see him out of the league I, I cannot wait till he's out of the league and we don't even have to fucking hear from him ever again. He also, I'm trying to find the comment. He, here it is. Okay, so people were like talking shit and like just cut his ass already. He says, yeah, cutting arguable the best slot in the league is wise. Especially arguable. when the slot is such a... <laughs> that should be another uh, title for the thing. Arguable Especially the when best the slot, slot in is, the league. Is such a significant role in this offense. I don't want to retire. I'll have to be cut. Otherwise, I'm playing ball. Cut his ass, dude. I'm so tired of this fucking clown. It, it's just, it's not worth the time, man. Players, and then another guy, like a way better player, a way better wideout, DeAndre Hopkins, said, like, I don't know about this vaccine. I'm not sure if I could be playing this year and stuff. He made that comment, quickly deleted it. I understand vaccine hesitancy, especially from African Americans. I get it. This is not something that is being specifically targeted at any demographic. This is a countrywide vaccination plan to stop COVID in its tracks so we can get back to normal on a whole scale, but even more specifically so we can have football played better than we did last year without all these interruptions. Last year, uh, players got benefits of the doubt. Players got this and that because we didn't have vaccines. We have vaccines, and they are more tested than the yearly yeah, flu I mean, uh, vac- vaccination. And widely available. You can walk into a CVS and get poked. Like, anywhere. You like, can get them anywhere. If you, Here's my thing. If you don't want to get the vaccine, sit out a year and be quiet about it. Here, it's, I get it. Here's what's up. And that's such a Republican thing to say, Luke. Well, If you don't like it, then leave. It's strange because here – well, on the on the note of on you know like being like a right wing thing, I I will say that like the same people that I know, hate that it is, but it is the same people that don't want to get vaxxed. They're also like the same people that you know kind of have views that fundamentally go against that ideology. I I don't know, but I I don't want to go down that road. All I'm saying is I 100% understand that. We live in a great fucking country where freedom is what we're raised on. And, like, you have a freedom of choice. And, like, even if health and science says something, like, you're, we're fundamentally American in that, like, we won't do something if we don't want to. So, like, look, I can't argue with that. But in the workplace that is the NFL, they're protecting their billion-dollar investment of having good fucking content and I think they just know that the majority are going to roll with it and the minority won't. So, I, I mean, it sounds rough, but a lot of people, um, a lot of people are, are, are about getting vaccinated and a lot of people are yeah. about um, trying to put the best fucking content out on the field. And one step in doing that is having fans in the stadium, having players that aren't causing mass outbreaks because we're all vaccinated. Like, I don't mean to say common sense because it sounds so reductive. I don't, like, want anybody to think that. But at the same time, I'm vaccinated, and I think people should be vaccinated. I think that's how you stop it. Like, I have to – we got a month of being – like, we got to be maskless in public uh, indoors in L.A., and guess what? 
a month and now we have to wear masks inside again because the delta variant is sweeping through and people didn't get vaccinated and so the numbers and are you can catch covid like, again and, to, a, to, right. to a less so deadly numbers degree are if you're vaccinated but still and like I, i'll say this like ahead, i I, get, I i just i get player like players being like whoa you're gonna take away game checks like zeke got caught off guard in a in a in a conference being like game checks like and then deandre like you know you get slapped with something it's like on the on a minute scale, it's like if Taylor comes in here and says, "Hey, this is what we're doing today." I'm like, "What the fuck?" Like that was I didn't know about this plan. You know what I mean? So maybe that's also part of it too, is people just feel shocked by such a. This is a big fucking hammer on the table by the NFL. We've never seen anything like this. This is quite a rule. Last year, they had to get their temperature taken and tested for COVID every time they yeah. entered the door. Right? Why would and they you- don't want to get a vaccine? Which will make you sick for a day. And, like, again, the thing really – and I get vaccine hesitancy specifically from certain demographics due to the history well, of our Well, and athletes, athletes too. Like, athletes are very – you know, the, you they, are they all put in specific excellent stuff shape. in their bodies. You are all role models. You're all getting cortisol shots fucking three times a day to take hits. Anywho. And that's going to fucking hurt you worse than this. And the effects of COVID, especially long haulers, and even more especially the people who die from it, are much worse than a lot of the very, very, very low rates of anything you could get from the vaccine. Yeah. And alongside that, to kind of hit on it politically, because I'm not too scared about it. It's not a matter of being scared. It's just like... It's just... Well, I I mean... The political right loves to to preach the freedom of everything. And I do agree. And I mean, I think you draw the line where your freedom of choice infringes on someone's potential health right. with vaccines. I don't but want, at the same like, time, I've said it, like, don't there's a pile to... of American bodies like from COVID deaths. Like, it's sad. Like, and it's... ice cream trucks. Like, you cannot do that and be like, we are the most American, we are the true Americans, but then at the same time not obey rules that are set in place in sure. certain institutions sure. when you don't agree with them. Sure. What you're really just being is, my idea of America is thus, and I'm going to freak out and tell what until it happens that way like that's not how it works we're all together there's we all have to like make america better in the best way possible for everyone at the same time not whatever the fuck you think is gonna work for you you know what i mean so we can get off the covid thing well no i, I just we're not done yet we're not done yet because like because we're like, not done yet people no we're well, not getting no, off of it no we're not because like heads started to roll immediately like we talk about the players like like stuff but the very next day my in. my fucking my wonderful vikings dude they 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 dropped a coach because he didn't want to comply mm. and like Yep, I uh, forgot about the coaches. And not only that, a co-offensive line coach for the uh, Patriots as well. Mm-hmm. And I believe more coaches are going to be outsed. Zim's not playing That's games, not dude. And <laughs> and I don't know what that says because, like, you know, there, certain teams have a higher percentage than others. I know Jerry Jones has commented on the Cowboys' vaccination rate being really nice and high going into camp. Uh, they're doing hard knocks this year, so – it was maybe like I'm Warner. For that. Maybe Warner Brothers was like for HBO was like you fucking better be vaccinated or we're not coming on set and you're not making your money, Jerry. Uh, but yeah, uh, regardless, Jerry's like I will do anything known to man to win a Super Bowl. Yeah, so like heads are starting to roll. I mean, like certain coaches were, and you're right too. Like players do have the option to sit out. Um, I, I don't want anybody to lose money. I don't want. I know it's their livelihood, but I, I mean, look, like there's a lot of people that were like. 
this that one girl shouldn't run in the Olympics because she knew the rule and smoked weed. You know what I mean? But then like exactly, I, you know what I'm you. saying? But it's like you can't just pick now, and like, choose what, what rules to follow, and there, then be like, "There's a rule that I have to get you... the vaccination." Like I just well, maybe a... if he wouldn't have just resisted arrest <laughs> and the followed Venn the diagram, rules, then I that wouldn't what, have happened. I see where you're coming from. In the Venn diagram, that's the meat in the middle. You don't and pick and choose. Sure, that's not how it, it is to be a true American. And you're just not understanding what made us what we are. Aiden's an American hero. I'm not saying that sarcastically. He he fought for your he fought for your right to say you don't want to get vaccinated. I fought for your right to sit out this year. No, like again though, like I'm totally okay if a player sits out. In fact, I've heard Eddie Jackson's for sure. Or not, sorry, Eddie Jackson has been. Eddie Goldman for sure will be at training camp next week. But if he wanted to opt out again, sure. especially players of bigger positions that may be at higher risk, I'm totally okay with it. I will never fault you. If you sit out because of health concerns, sure. but I will absolutely fault you and call you a fuck. If you just sit and complain all the time, sure. Like you were given two options. You chose the third, which was not one given, which is bitch and fucking moan until they don't let you play. And mm-hmm. then also ruin morale for a team. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think this will negatively affect the bills. All of this drama. I absolutely do. Well, let me say, like, for every for every Cole Beasley... Oop, I hit my mic. For every Cole, Ble- uh, Cole Beasley in the world, like... Cole Bleasy. Cole Bleasy. Cole Beasley in the world who, like, insists on mixing it up on Twitter and, and you know, shoving his thoughts down people's throat and calling himself arguable the best wide uh, slot receiver in the league. There's you need a, to have a better grasp of the a, English lexicon if you're going to be doing that. Yeah, I'm just saying. Yeah, you can't go to a battle of wits unarmed. Uh but for every Cole Beasley, there's a there's a Michael Irvin, and like he was saying, like people like he chastised uh, like non-vaxxed Cowboys players and said that they weren't doing Co- everything. Cowboy. They were saying he told Cowboys that weren't vaccinated that they weren't doing everything they could to win a championship. Like my, like Michael Irvin's like I like don't fuck your team up. I like you know what Michael. I mean? And Michael Irvin's got the Hall of Fame fucking clout to to talk like that too. So I, I whatever like. Have you ever seen a more like enthusiastic person than Michael Irvin on anything he Michael does Irvin's ever? A blast. I remember He's during a blast. the draft. He's good this in the year, longest yard, they, isn't he? In the longest yard, yes. He's good in it. I'm trying to think, but in the corner of the screen, I saw Michael Irvin trying to hype up the crowd. Like it was in Cleveland this year, I believe, right? And he's just hyping. I'm like, dude, he's always hyping people up. He's a very enthusiastic guy. Yeah, dude, he's a good time. He's an absolutely good time. Um. So, yeah, that's where we are in that. I know it's like, you know, it does get political, but that's just where we are. Like, that's a big football news. I don't like, want it to be to lay political. Down that, Unfortunately, to lay down it that is. Law, that, con- that conversation is a, it's a divisive one. Um, hopefully we didn't hurt anybody's feelings. I, I tried to see both sides of, uh, of the argument as much as I could. Um, moving on, nice Aiden. Qualifier. Uh, so the uh, – uh, the uh, fucking NHL just got a, a team, the Seattle Kraken. It's an expansion team. And so they got to do this tasty-ass expansion draft, similar to what the uh, Vegas Golden Knights got to do and then ended up winning a Stanley Cup their first year. Um, yeah, never forget I was there that year yeah, that they became. That was the, I moved there right when it happened. They have great uniforms too. Holy shit. Um, I didn't realize that they just got to pick a, an all-star team. I didn't know that that's so, how it worked. I don't know if it's necessarily an all-star team, but uh, I will say that um, I remember. Uh, but you get to, but you do get to like they have to. You can only protect certain players on your roster, like, yeah. and then they can start kind of cherry picking and stuff. It, it's and I remember, obviously, I was very like young. I was like you know nine or ten, but I remember there being an expansion draft for the Texans. 
uh, way back, you know, in the beginning of the aughts. Uh, and I remember, like, there were Vikings that I liked that ended up being Texans uh, on their first team and, and I, other teams as well. Um, so the 2002 in the NFL had an expansion draft, and I kind of wanted to talk Not about it a Mueldy little. Not Moore. Yeah, no, Moeldy Moore. I don't think Moeldy Moore was in the NFL yet in 02. I, I don't know. I just pulled a name. The- <laughs> yeah, yeah. You sent me that article, which it was what I thought. I was like, I assume teams would protect a certain amount of players or designate a certain amount of players that they'd be willing to part with. And that's the case. From what I read, it was like five players you designate. The team could choose like a certain number of them. And I think once they choose two or three, they're done. Like they can only choose that many. Then generally that team would get the top draft pick or like one of the top, if there's more than one expansion team and free agency with an entire cap room to work under. Um, So alongside that, me and Luke were discussing a topic that we forgot to hit on in the last pod, which is that if the bears, and I can't remember if we hit on this or not, but the bears are in talks of moving out of Chicago city limits to Arlington Heights to a racetrack area, which is very nice and building a stadium, which I would assume would be a dome. It's apparently easier to access and I didn't know this originally, but the Bears are the only NFL team that do not own their stadium. They don't own Soldier Field. Is it city-owned? They're city like owned? it through the city. Yeah, it's city-owned. Which, dude, they're the like third biggest market. They're like one of the top five most profitable teams, and they don't even own their stadium. Which is it, means um, if they build... Is, are the other ones the Steelers and the Packers? Because I know... The, I don't know, the, but I... I know the Packers I are was like told, city-owned. Well, I think that's because, like, they don't have a direct owner. They have an ownership group. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But what I – and I'm not super knowledgeable. I'm just curious. But I, just I do know I read that they were the only, like, ownership that didn't own their stadium. That's what I read from Bears Beat Writers. And all I know is they could be making so much more money. I get that. We would be so much more successful if we were in a dome. And I've never actually seen a game in Soldier Field – I really want to never really had the uh, situation that would allow me to go see football games growing up financially and, or like Chicago is kind of a pain in the dick from where we live. I mean, it's a three and a half hour drive one way. And I really would love to. And I know for a fact that I will see them play in soldier field in the near future. I'm making, I'm going to make an effort to do so. Um, But that said, there's a lot of, like it makes a lot of sense for them to leave the city limits to go pursue this, especially cause you could be having like shows like different concerts and all of this stuff in this dome if they make it. And what else, the, the other thing, the other aspect was since Chicago is such a big market, it's a potential perfect location for an expansion team. If the bears leave for Arlington Heights and that got us talking and that got us thinking. And I'm like, Holy shit. I assume it would be an AFC team. I so think, at I think that point, am I going to pull a T herring? Have two teams. <laughs> I think it would still be a like they'd still be the Chicago Bears, right? Even if they went to the Burbs. I mean, like not not if there was another team in Chicago. I mean, wouldn't. the Jets and the and the Giants play in New Jersey, and they're both New oh, York. Well, yeah, you're right. I mean, they were the Decatur Staley's. It's not like we've always been there. But I like, mean, you've been the Bears for a very long time, man. <laughs> one of the most long tenured. Um, but yeah. I don't necessarily want to see it happen, but I do kind of like the prospects. And I have a feeling if I was someone who went and saw games there a lot, I would be wanting that. I'd be clamoring for it. Because from what I heard, it's not necessarily easy to get in and out of Soldier Field. Um, Speaking on 
expansion teams. What do you think? I would actually love to see expansion teams. I think it's very fun. It's very fresh and new. Um, I want to get your take on what you think, what cities you think would be perfect other than Chicago. Where, me and, and you what, are... what guys on your roster you think you'd be willing to part with in this scenario. I mean, me and you are children of the expansion team. Like, because uh, the Panthers, the Jaguars, and these, like new browns because like uh are are all like and then the texans like we all saw that happen in our lifetime like before that the expansion teams were few and far between the vikings were an expansion team in 61 um the buccaneers were an expansion God, you're team. so historically literate i uh, love it uh, the 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 buccaneers were an expansion team and they were fucking awful um, and you know, like teams like that popped up here and there back then, but we were, uh, kind of alive for the gold rush of, uh, NFL expansion teams. Um, so I would love to, to see a new one. That's one of my favorite things on video games is to like take a team to a city. I think, um, I think there's and some... design their uniforms. Oh, you used man. to do that all the time. I still would love to. That's a blast. I, I, I don't know. Like, I don't know what city needs a, a team right now. That's a tough call. Um, do you have any in mind? I think Oklahoma City would be a cool one. That would be cool. I would have absolutely said Las Vegas before the Raiders went there. That mm-hmm. would have been my first thought, actually. Um, I've been trying to think while you were talking. Um, I think, you know, Missouri's kind of got Kansas City. St. Louis, St. Louis um, could use a team again. Like I, I love a, St. Louis because I go there a lot recently. I liked watching I games there. Team. The market didn't really seem to care about the Rams that much, man. I just got to be honest. Like anytime I I went to a game there and it was like eighty percent Vikings fans, bro. That's insane. Um, I had family members who had like they bought the seats when they built the stadium, so they had season tickets every year and they didn't even go. Like yeah. so, that says a lot. Um. I don't know. Yeah, that's a good question. That's something I could ponder a little bit. What cities? I'm sure there's lists that people smarter than us have already compiled about potential locations. I definitely think Chicago is perfect if the Bears leave. Um, what states don't have a team? Well, people, you know, I'll, I'll fuck with your head. People always have been throwing this out. Like it keeps coming up every every year or two. Where London? People, yes, London. Yeah, like, I mean, I was gonna get to that, like a London or a Mexico City team, but that's like that's like really starting to reach out, like and be a little more global. And it's such. it's hard with COVID. Like a Tokyo, like a Tokyo location or something. <laughs> that I think that'd be, be too impossible. Difficult. It would never. I think work. even London would be difficult. That's a long flight. Like I, I know they want stuff like that to happen. I don't happen. know how that would work. For I know it would be health, like you know you'd I mean? have to like schedule every team's bye week around when they play that team or whatever. What about um, like a Toronto team? I would love that shit. I would love that shit. I mean, that that they makes all NBA the sense team. in the world. I mean, they have baseball. Like they have they have hockey. They have everything. Like Canadians are very close to Americans in a lot of ways, especially like on the map. <laughs> I think they would. I think Canada, as much as they love hockey, I think they could fuck with some some football too. Like it's a it's a fun hard hitting sport at times. Like. Um, obviously not as hardcore as hockey because ho- hockey's still like you get to fucking fight on the ice, baby. Like there's no. I love that. Yeah, there's they no. They never like, they never got rid of it. No man, They're, like shit's hardcore. Um, that's a great sport to watch live. Like if someone took their gloves off, I just would not take my gloves off. Simply, I would just skate away. I'd be like, nope. Oh my god. I would. I would. I would suffer the op eds written about me afterwards and not mm-hmm. get my face caved in. 
You know? Yeah, man, it, it's um, brutal. I think that uh, I think that that would be sweet. I think that's the money shot right there. Toronto would be. I'd be all in for a Toronto NFL franchise. Mexico City is interesting too. I think that uh, that whole fucking that whole fucking country. It's close enough, a. But like they could be in a yes, conference it's with, not a, that far with away. California it's not, teams, especially with the Texas like teams. Yeah, California, Texas, all of that. Um, and I think that fan base would be awesome. Like, what a what a nice audition addition to the NFL. And if if your country has like, one team, they're all gonna love it. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, and, and especially like the the way that they rally around soccer, which is football, dude. Like, and they're Mexico so soccer into it. Mexico soccer, dude, is 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 badass. And every time I play with them, I love playing FIFA. And you know, every team has their thing. I feel like when I play with Mexico. They're like that soccer team is always like lightning fast. You put that on a football field, Super oh my fast. god! You know what I mean? You have a fucking country full of kids that like, you know, we're talking about Canada and hockey, but you have a country full of kids in Mexico that are playing soccer on the reg. You know what I mean? That translates pretty goddamn well to the gridiron. I I could I could see that. I you know what? You got me excited. Fuck fuck any of the I'm very the excited. USA states like like let's let's go to let's go to Mexico or, or Canada. Imagine like, how fun I'm that'd just be. Imagine at, how fun that'd be to fucking it would be like. So much fun. Oh, I'm gonna fly to the Mexico City fucking Vikings game. You know what I mean? And then you fucking go for a, yeah. a week. I'm looking at the biggest cities in America, and it's like their man, stadium has not a resort all of these in are it. perfect. Ugh, but like, dude, it's funny. My friend, one of my friends from Vegas, his his wife works at the club in the stadium. Damn, dude. for the Raiders. Damn, dude. That's so if weird. I go, I'm gonna be like, hey. So anyway, I went to their wedding. Anyway, I'm looking at the biggest cities in America and it's like there's not a lot of perfect locations if we're looking at it from the lens of there's no team nearby. You know what I mean? Cuz a lot of the big cities are in states that have multiple teams already. So, I mean, a Hawaii team in Honolulu would be cool. So far I was thinking, but then there's the, there's always the logistic travel, the travel issue. The travel's a um, thing. I don't know, man. There's a, like, you've got like Lincoln, Nebraska, Omaha, Nebraska. Like, do you really want a Nebraska team? Do you, no. Like, there's a couple of the states that like, you know, it's a little more rural, a little more mountainous or something. Like, it's just not necessarily going to be the best spot for it. Players might not want to go there in free agency. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Iowa could maybe use a team, I guess. No, like, dude, the Midwest is fine. We got. We, uh, uh, I, don't I, I don't know. I think I think you're you hit you hit gold with Mexico City and Toronto. Like that's an Toronto. Abs- I think are, that would be perfect. those are those are amazing calls, bro. Like I, I'm like, thank you. My my brain's doing backflips just thinking about the possibilities. We could go watch the games there. I like, would. I have Do you know how close to Mexico. So I could more of a fan. I could fucking drive to a Mexico City game. You know what I mean? Yeah, when I was in Vegas, I could go to I could go there very easily. And I'm just saying, like, I we used to be a little bit more tribal with our teams, but I don't know if it's just the fact that we're older, the fact that I'm a huge college football fan and they don't always go to my team, so I like players on other teams, or the fact that we're doing a full NFL podcast now that requires us to actually devour more of the league's content. Like I don't mind going with you to watch a Vikings game in Toronto at all. Oh, I would actually love so that. Fun. Hell, I might even wear a jersey of, a, of like a Jefferson, who I like a lot. You know what I mean? Like, it's still a Bears fan. I don't know if you would ever wear a Bears jersey, but no, I'm not like <laughs> – you're right. I don't think I would either. Uh, but I would I would, I would go to a game. I would, I, I, would, I would love to. And um, no, I, mean, just I have an idea. Peoria, Illinois Dude. football team. 
I mean, I would be all about it, but there's no way you get enough butts and seats there. <laughs> is there a team in Oregon? Oregon? What about like a what about like a team near the Nike facility, like Eugene? I mean, hell yeah. I think that would be attractive. I know it attracts college players, why not NFL players? Yeah, that's a lot. We've we've hit a lot of topics. Is there any other things you can think of that have happened in this brief time since our last pod? Uh, we should talk, we should talk on a sad note. Um, um, a few days ago, uh, Greg Knapp New was a New York Jets, uh, passing game specialist, but he's been in the league as an assistant coach for uh, a minute. Uh, he got in an accident riding his bicycle, like he got hit and it wasn't looking good. And then the next day he tragically passed away. So the whole NFL has sort of been, you know, pouring out their heart um to 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 greg and his family and it's really just like brutal you know the dude's the dude is 58 like there's that's just i i just like you know it definitely broke my heart and it's a bummer to end on but we'd be we'd be really awful not to mention it because um you know he deserves to be highlighted as uh the coach he was on the show and he was one hell of a coach yep Uh, rest in peace it's sad to hear For NFL Mayo, I've been Aiden. I'm Luke.